0: Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm the compassionate Ayatollah. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. I don't get hurt in the rain. I only get hurt out there. The world doesn't give a shit about me. Give this to your son. It's authentic Randy the Ram action figure. Tell him not to lose it. It's a $300 collector's item. Really? No. When you live hard, and you
1: play hard, and you burn the candle at both ends, in this life, you can lose everything you love. Everything that loves you. A lot of people told me I'd never wrestle again. They said, he's washed up. He's finished. He's a loser. He's all through. You know what? The only one gonna tell me when I'm through doing my thing is you people here. You people here. You people here, you're my family. Yeah. Cue, the, Cue theme the theme song, on. brother. Oh, my daughter, she don't like me very much.
2: You should call her. Well, I was wondering if I could get some more work. All I got is
0: weekends. Isn't that when you sit on other dudes' faces?
2: You know, the only place I get hurt is out there. The world don't give a shit about me.
1: I'm here. I'm really here. What do you call that? As time goes by, they say he's washed up. He's finished. He's a loser. He's all through. You know what? The only
0: ones who are going to tell me when I'm through doing my thing is you people here. You people here are the ones who are worth bringing it for
1: because you're my family. I love all of you. Thank you so
0: much. All right. Do you... Ever have one of those moments in life where you have an option in front of you to do something, do the right thing, do the noble thing, and then there's something else that's kind of like the flashy thing, the thing that you like, the thing that might not be good for you, but you're going to go do that anyway over the thing that's maybe the best thing for you? Well, I think that statement embodies a good portion of The Wrestler 2008 uh, drama with... Mickey Rourke I couldn't remember this man's name last week so apologize Mr. Rourke Uh, directed by Darren Aronofsky written by Robert Siegel Uh, we got Mickey Rourke Marissa Tomei Evan Rachel Wood Mark Margolis uh, Rip because he was in a lot of Darren Aronofsky movies Uh, and some other faces of folks that you would certainly recognize Um, like the the Necro Butcher is that what his name was yeah yeah what a great maybe, name, man. Maybe you have some history with wrestling uh, to our audience, whether you're into WWE or W whatever the hell they had to rename themselves to, but now they're back as WWE. And Yeah, they were uh,
1: WWF, then WWE. I don't know. I don't then there was the E1,
0: e the um, e- E-C- ECW or something like that, wrestling. Oh, uh, You know, it was the off-brand wrestling that had Sting and...
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was on, like, one of those shit channels.
0: Yeah, but that was actually decently big at the time. I mean, it kind of, like, draws some parallels to, uh, to MMA fighting with UFC at the top, and then there's the strike force and the others that are kind of the secondary. Yeah. The secondary ones. Less rules, less money, more injuries. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> I... I I remember as a young child myself having, um, watching wrestling when we could on the channels that we got, but, uh, you know, Hulk Hogan, the ultimate warrior, the Iron Sheik, Jake, the snake Roberts, like that was kind of the, the heyday of when wrestling really came into its own. Do you guys have any history with the wrestling?
1: Oh yeah. I used to go to, um, to the original stampede wrestling, like way back in the day before, um, before wrestling really took off and stuff like that, my dad would take me and we'd see the hearts and uh, the Iron Sheik and stuff like that, all in, like, small-scale stuff. My brother threw his gum at the Iron Sheik one time. It was fucking...
2: <laughs> I, never, uh, I never... I I, I, wa- I watched those matches Ben's talking about on television, but I, I, I've i never been to a wrestling match in real life. My thing was w, uh, WWF. I was a WWF guy. I liked... Uh, uh, the uh, Ultimate Pain Warrior doesn't. was one of my favorites. Uh, of course, yeah. I did like Hogan for a time. I I remember when Hogan slammed um, Andre the Andre. Giant in whatever yeah. WrestleMania that was. That was like yeah, a huge yeah. thing for me when Hogan slammed Andre the Giant. That was a crazy uh, match uh, when I was younger. Yeah. But as soon as it started shifting more towards the WWE and and they started getting crazier with the stories and everybody was like sleeping with everybody or betraying everybody or I yeah. kind of, st- I kind of lost interest. I, I I liked it better when it was a little less sensationalist. It was always sensational, but, but the stories got a little too soap opera-y for me and I, I kind of lost interest.
0: Yeah. yeah. There was a time when, um, I don't know, maybe I was just young and naive, but I remember people talking about whether it was real or not. It's hard to believe people actually were like maybe watching it unsure of if it was real or not when looking back, it's pretty obvious it was not. But that should never take away from the performance that these men and women put on um, when doing this stuff. It's insane. It's like the ultimate stunt work. Just huge, burly, insane people Sometimes making bits of connections, but like in the more modern days, like mankind is the guy I remember who like was diving off twenty foot cages into tables and oh yeah, okay, the stories you hear too, are the yeah. injuries. Like yeah. that's cr- that's crazy what these people did for hopefully a lot of money. But my guess is that the the corporation ended up getting the lion's share of that shit on those guys' behalf. That that what like was highly highlighted- about
1: is that old viral video of that guy sitting in the audience crying going. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> that, that, Some people stuff, had a hard time with it, man.
2: Yep. The stuff that was in this movie between him and that one guy who did the barbed wire and the and the bloody yeah. match with all the weapons and stuff reminded me of the mankind stuff. That's exactly
1: that, right. That's where it's yeah. from. Yeah. That stuff was sure. real backyard wrestling type of shit.
2: Yeah, with and I mean like the as um, everywhere in the fucking apparently wire and shit. Apparently, it was really... Those, those types of things were really popular. I think it's in Japan or somewhere overseas. They used to get way crazier than they did in North America. And Mankind would go over there and they would do some of the most insane shit. He wrote a book. I never read it, but I'd heard stories and, and heard him talk about the matches they would have overseas. And they were so much bloodier and violent and so much tougher. And also, he was like so fucked up his body... That he couldn't barely walk anymore, and every morning when he woke up, it was like he was in severe pain, and he was on painkillers because he broke every bone in his body, and everything was fucked up. I mean, who
1: the fuck would be surprised by that? Like, after one of those matches, you would kind of assume your body wouldn't be the same. So after several dozen, I can imagine he's done.
2: He's a bigger um, guy, too. Yeah, Mick he Foley. He wasn't um, small. Foley, yeah. <laughs> he was a big guy. No, no, he was
0: like close to 300 pounds. He Was, was he dead? No. Because we're no, all no, saying he was. Does not. He does not wrestle. He's 57. And I imagine he lives with a fucking whole bunch of pain. Yeah. For the all rest right. of his and days. And probably not <laughs> that
1: much money either. These guys were doing this stuff back in the old days, especially for fucking peanuts, man.
0: That's, yeah. I mean, and so this movie does a great job to highlight the outside of the biggest venues um, because we get Randy, the Ram um, just to give a little bit of rundown of this film, but we got Randy, the Ram who was maybe as big as Hulk Hogan and uh, the ultimate warrior, uh, or maybe um, I heard someone say that he was like a mixing of Hulk Hogan and macho man, Randy Savage, because he had the, the flying elbow for the finisher, but he was that big in the big days. But, Time has moved on from Randy. Um, the opening is kind of cool with all of the setting up, you know, his history in the sport and how big he was and fighting the Ayatollah. They, they set that all up through the newspaper clippings and magazine clippings that they show. But but it's not then, it's now. And Randy is doing very small shows now, but still taking a hell of a beating. And, you know, he's going to do what it takes to stay in the game, which means some supplements and all kinds of drugs and um, maybe he used to drink a bit more than he does now but probably only because he can't afford it Uh, and so our buddy Randy the Ram is a bit down on his luck he works at the local supermarket to make ends meet Uh, he's got a daughter he's trying to rekindle his life with and he's kind of fallen for a stripper so this guy's got all kinds of problems in life and um, he gets an offer to do kind of a big comeback fight against the Ayatollah and needs to make some decisions from there Will he make the right ones? No, no. He yeah, won't. I okay, do like the I wrestler.
2: Do, I do like how they set that up because <laughs> he always has a something he's working towards, which is that big fight, right? Yeah, and like, and they yeah, set it up early enough in the movie that we know where this character is going or trying to get to. He's not just some guy living in a van aimlessly. Like he wants, he wants to relive his glory days with that 20th anniversary fight. With the uh, the Ayatollah, the Ayatollah, it's very very Hogan and the Sheik, um, which yeah. was a big huge fight big back top. in the UFC days.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, or the uh, WWF days. Day. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, it, it's kind of insane. So, I mean, you immediately get that, you know, Randy's down on his luck, but he's just trying so hard to relive those glory days. And one can only imagine how, how gloriful his glory days were. Like, I, I think I kind of get that um, just through the, through the intro, that the whole intro is just him being plugged up as, as this huge sensation. So it's, even as the movie starts and I don't know Randy that well, I get the sense that his fall and fall from grace was like, massively huge and so that kind of sets up the story for him to try and and do whatever it takes to claw back some of that some of that notoriety while at the same time being very um respectful in his early matches in this film he seems to have taken on the role of mentor to some of the younger guys he's always given them advice they all look up to him it's like not even a discussion um, that he's going to be winning the fights he's in because he's still the legendary status. So he's not going to be losing to these small town guys. And they are, they seem honored to fight him. Um, and one of the things that I loved about this movie the most was this inside peek into this world that, you know, I loved as a kid, uh, became a little bit desensitized or jaded about it once you know how fake it is. And then I didn't really at the time have an appreciation for what those people were putting their bodies through. But then as I got older <laughs> and my body just started to ache on its own, I did start to have some sympathy for that. And then this movie comes along and really shows you um, a lot of the inside stuff that maybe you, you didn't know and how it happens. So the guys get together and they're, they're just pumped about putting on the best show possible. And they're talking about the moves and what we're going to do this. And now don't go for the neck, go for the leg. And they're planning with each other so that the crowd will have the best experience. That stuff really hit nicely for me that they... They're all nice guys, and and the guy that Randy fights, the Mohawked guy, the he's evil, he's bad, but he gets out of the ring. He's like, "Oh, you're so nice, thank you so much." Awesome. I was yeah, like, "Fuck, he's, that's he's, so funny!" Like they're they're all just putting on the best show they can. So that that heart of the movie really stood out for me. Yeah, I, no, it's I nice like, to
1: see that that little look into the wrestling world because it's it's um like you know it's fake, but I mean it's nice to see like that that professionalism, I guess, behind the scenes. Yeah. And right. that they're not all pricks, right? Like I think that goes a long way in this movie because I mean, you don't want people being mean to the Ram because he's already spends <laughs> the entire movie feeling sorry for himself.
0: Yeah.
2: But it's the passion. Yeah, you're right. It's the passion. They're they they want to be they're doing this for almost nothing. They just love doing it. They love the performance of it. They love the spectacle. They love the crowd they are doing what they they're what they probably dreamed about doing and they're getting to do it for like not very much money but when when the show is about to start you see their excitement and like oh yeah and i love how they the guy comes in and announces who's going to be fighting who and then they have like a couple of minutes to like put together what they're going to do which is crazy yeah they're
0: like um improv comics right um, yeah, where, kinda, you know, it's yeah, like, oh, we're totally. going to throw a couple of situations. Okay. Who are, oh, these guys. Okay. These guys, they fight. You want to fight dirty? Yeah. We'll, we'll pull you over the ropes, do the double this, the, that, that. Um, yeah, it, uh, it, 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 like, so it, it, hammered home the heart, the passion that they have to give value to the audience and the skill that they're applying. Like, this is a job. Let's not, let's not get it. It might be fake, but it is hard work. And, um, and that I definitely got like all the way down to where Randy, cuts open his forehead with the blade which is a real thing that the wrestlers would do they cut the forehead because it bleeds profusely but there's no um risk of bleeding oh and it doesn't leave a big scar apparently to cut yourself up there if you cut it in the right direction and the right groove so um and apparently um uh, uh mickey rourke actually cut his head in that scene
2: that's right yeah he did <clears throat> for reals yeah that wasn't fake blood that was real blood <laughs> which makes that more fucked up. I wish I would have known that before I saw it because uh, he was bleeding a lot and uh, yeah, and he
0: kept throwing his hair back and yeah. I was like, oh, that's pretty, they, pretty like, gross to him? be around wrestling, Did they test gross. him
2: before he, because uh, so. he could have got blood in someone's eye or their mouth. It's Mickey Rourke, man. Yeah. He's
1: definitely got two or three super viruses.
2: <laughs> that's what I'm worried about. That's what I'd be the most worried about if I was in that participating <laughs> yeah. with that. Mickey
1: Rourke's been around some places. <laughs> yeah, man. he's
0: he's been in some yeah. rough days. So at the same time, we're setting up Randy and his challenging life. And um, the people that are around him, too, his landlord, his boss at the grocery store, they're all like they don't give a fuck about his past. Right. So they don't treat him with any revere or respect. So it, that gives an interesting, interesting dynamics to play off of in the movie. Um <clears throat> But one of the uh, other characters that they do a pretty good job of setting up in a hurry is Marissa Tomei, uh, who plays Pam Cassidy, uh, uh, whatever you want to call her by her street or her stripper name. Um, because the f- one of the first times we meet her, Randy goes into the strip club, he's looking for her, she's already in a private room with some young, some young guys, and they're telling her she's way too old for the work. Um. Even though, like, anyone got any problems with Marissa Tomei's body in this movie? <laughs> like, she could be sixty. Not even a little bit. Man. People all up in that shit. She got an amazing shape for this. Um. Yeah. So I thought, um, it did a good job of introducing that she's kind of not in a dissimilar situation to Randy, and that she probably used to be hot shit, but now things have moved on, except for her. Uh, and she's having a tough time staying relevant with the work that she has chosen for her life career. Yeah. Any? Um, what do you think about how they set her up? Good job? Bad job? The what thing, the fuck?
2: The thing that I forgot about, <laughs> I thought they had much more of a relationship outside of their... I thought there was a, a physical relationship of some kind. There wasn't at all.
0: No. There was, was the
2: potential um, or the opportunity, but that nothing ever comes of it.
0: And I well, actually, she can't get over it,
2: but I actually kind of like that though. I, I like that it doesn't, it doesn't get to that point. Um, I, I I like that. I think when at the end when she comes to him to stop him, she wants to try. She wants to give it a try with him. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, but, that's why she says she says I'm here. I'm really yeah, here. Like, she's but for saying, him, like,
2: it's. But I like that it hadn't happened yet. I I, I think. I think in my memory they'd they'd slept together or, or something had happened and it, it never did. That's because so,
1: I, I had the opposite memory. Actually, I thought she was a huge um, bitch to him the whole movie, and she's not actually. She's immediately friendly with him and likes him and is is nice, and only like later becomes a little bit aggressive when, you know, when she starts to self
0: explode. She's a complicated character because she obviously her walls are up. She's like, it appears she like is pretty strict about not dating clients from the club, but he also doesn't seem to like avail himself of her services. I don't know how much he's like getting dances from her and stuff. Cause they seem to always have that kind of loose casualness between them. Um, th- that, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't point exactly to a relationship or longing feelings, or maybe they haven't known each other that long. I'm I'm not exactly sure, but, I like that her character is, is is close enough to what Randy's going through, but she's handling it um, in her own way. And <clears throat> I think if they had been sleeping together, it would have been tougher for the movie to go the way it does. The fact that they never even slept together and that after only a kiss, she kind of pushes away and he takes that as a complete rejection and that sets him on his path to like go down to do the final wrestling match and whether you think he dies at the end or not... Um, he makes the decision to like to go out wrestling rather than to try and stay alive and be with her because they've not been together yet. So I thought that that worked for the movie to to have their relationship pan out the way it did. Because um, if they had done something more serious, I, I, I'm not sure I would have bought that he didn't want to be with the really hot 50 year old stripper rather than go kill himself in the ring.
2: Well, I think I don't think it's left to there's no I don't think it's open to interpretation. He dies. Like, yeah. No, I'm, I'm saying <laughs> I was gonna say. He's yeah. dead. Now. I think
0: he, uh, I definitely believe he is a dead man. Yeah. No, he's he was,
2: yeah. That's the whole point of him like going up. He's having a heart attack as he climbs the ropes. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe they could have saved him, but they're trying. Yeah, definitely trying to uh, leave you with this as his last hurrah. Um, but I agree with you. I think so too. I think it it uh, it makes it more believable. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, Brent. Um, Brent, looks, Brent looks unconvinced
1: unconvinced. I am just, I am just thinking about it. Yeah, I don't know if I have anything to add. I am just considering back and forth,
0: chewing the fat, as they say.
1: Yeah, I mean, their relationship is um, at odds with itself sometimes. If you consider the, he's paying her to dance in front of him while he just talks. Yep, and then later they go to do this fucking shopping for his daughter or whatever. And they have this moment of intimacy. And then there's like a little standoff, right? Yeah. And then he just gives up everything. Like he just is like, just, I, I don't know. I have a hard time with any of the relationships with him because he he is not into any of them. Do you know what I mean? Like this movie isn't that the world doesn't give a shit about Randy. It's that Randy doesn't give a shit about the world.
0: That's, and yeah. so
1: watching him in all of these these scenes to me I mean at the end of the day I just I find that there's major issues that I take with that
0: right well I think that's part of the way the movie is designed is to make you cringe at every fucking decision Randy makes because he let's get this right right losers are not just naturally losers losers make fucking awful decisions and then find reasons or be the victim to the circumstances of the world. And that's bullshit because you have control over your own shit. Randy could have walked away, could have been healthy. He could have spent time doing whatever, but he doesn't. He's addicted, obsessed with this wrestling and getting back on top, which I understand why he is in the because they've already set him up to be this god, right? You can't be a god and then not be a god anymore. You'd always want to be a god. So I understand that, but because the movie starts us and puts us through the last days of his life, we don't get to see that. And so it reinforces that all the decisions he's making are not ones that normal people would make, which makes me so frustrated with him um, that I think it works to what the movie was intending to make you feel like, what the fuck? No, go with her, go with her. And he's like, nah, I love the people here and I love this thing. I'm like, fucking God damn it. It's not worth it, but it is to him. And that's what I'm left with at the end of the yeah, movie is this see, I kind feel, of I feel crisis different. of character.
2: I feel more I feel more like the black swan thing at the end. Like he was never What do you think he's really going to be happy with her and her probably very small apartment with a kid. I can I don't remember how old her son was. I don't know if she said where Clawless. he's two like, kids, didn't she? Where he's working at a grocery store. And, uh, you know, and they they sit on the couch at night and watch bad TV shows and he goes to work at the grocery store every day. I don't think so. Like he chooses to go out doing what he loves. Um, The only thing he knows and understands, the only thing he feels like he's good at, he was appreciated for. He's a bad father. He obviously wasn't a good romantic partner because he's not married. He doesn't have a girlfriend. So that never worked out for him. Like mm-hmm. he he doesn't have a pet. He lives in a crap hole trailer. Like the he doesn't only have time, a
1: friend. He doesn't have anything, man. No, like,
2: so, but the only thing he has is that one thing that which is what he used. What he he all his passion and energy and everything goes into it. And It's the only place he feels alive. So like for but me, he keeps
1: I, complaining. Oh, sorry. I'll let you finish.
2: I'm just gonna say for me, I'd rather. <laughs> I, I agree with his decision at the end. Of the movie, I I Jesus. think he made the right choice. Oh my
0: god! I
2: do. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> this guy could either be miserable for the next twenty years and still die of his heart condition, or he could go out off the top ropes. I don't know, man. There is something about going out with the blaze of glory.
0: I think I think you could find. I think you could find some new purpose with a person who had gone through something that you were going through, and
1: he could repair shit with his daughter. She had wanted to. Like he could eventually put
2: more work in and fucking. He's such so shitty at it, though. He fucks. He he gets one opportunity. I know, but he doesn't even.
1: I know, but that's again like his port. Like I have a hard time following this character with any sense of fucking give a fuck because. He just feels sorry for himself. He yep. has no one around him that cares for him. You can see because he doesn't care for anybody else. Everything for the Randy the Ram is how, um, is how it affects Affects him. Randy the Ram. And everything that goes wrong is woe is me, right? Yeah. And there's never any fucking approach. So when John said loser... Like I couldn't fucking find a better word for it. He's a huge loser in this movie, but there's never a redemption arc. There's never a silver lining. There's never fucking anything. He just is woe is me. Woe is me. Poor me. Poor me. Bad decision after getting an opportunity. Woe is me. Woe is me. Another bad decision. Woe is me. Woe is me. And then I got to kill myself. What am I fucking feeling in this movie? It's, it feels like, like, I don't know. Like it's, it, he couldn't help but to be a victim at every turn, and I just get exhausted with it, man.
0: It's true. I mean, I, so I I don't think the movie is supposed to glorify that. I think the movie uses that to deliver a message to us about well, making better decisions and, like, getting out of your own, he's like a narcissist through and through, right? Like, everything is him. Even at the deli, it's not like serving the people, it's it's that he can, you know, be the, the ram back there. So, and then once he has a bad day doing that, he freaks out and fucking jams his hand into the meat slicer. Thanks for that well, imagery.
2: The whole thing with his daughter too, like the one scene where he cries and talks to his daughter is kind of supposed to be like his one of his save the cats where uh, where he, he, you know, he shows his emotion and uh, breaks down in front of his daughter. But then he, yeah. but then the very first thing he's supposed to do with her, he fucking blows it off or completely forgets about it. Yeah. So like that, that save the cat is meaningless. It's those are alligator tears now. I don't
1: even find I don't even find that it's a save the cat because even in that moment he's making it about himself. Well, so uh, there's uh, no save the cat to me. He We're never does anything the selflessly. It's, it's the only just, thing is when he plays with those kids at the beginning. That's the one where you're like, oh yeah, yeah. It's, uh, That's you true. know. But that's, uh, that's afterwards, too. That that doesn't strike me as um as yeah. a save the cat at all because he even says to her through dialogue like like I need you or something like that he says well, like it's not about it's supposed it's to make us replacing feel. or fixing I don't give a fuck how it's supposed to it doesn't you No I'm, I'm
2: I, I I I'm not disagreeing with you save the cat's the wrong thing it's supposed to make us um sympathize or feel for him or like <laughs> him but but yeah. But then he fucks it up anyway. So even if you fell for that, then all of a sudden he fucks it up. So then like you're back to square one again where you don't give a shit anymore about him. Like, so you guys don't you don't like him or you're not rooting for him is what you're saying.
0: Even the kids, right? When he plays with the kids out of the van, we are we were all like, oh, that's a nice moment. But then later he invites the kid to play games only for his own gratification the kid doesn't want to play his old shitty wrestling games anymore like where he's playing as himself like how fucking narcissistic can you be and yeah. then the kid's like alright all right, I gotta go do something fun and he's like oh okay okay eat your vitamins and he's brother he's creepy with
2: so, it he like hangs so up the his kids, a little
0: yeah, yeah even the kid angle is not him being like a parental figure or anything like that he's just trying to cultivate the only friends that he's got so they'll come and play with him when he wants so even that's a fucking swing and a miss so no, I don't I don't particularly like Randy Ramjam and the way he does things and I, I, I some of the stuff like I do feel a sympathy for him in general cuz I'm going to watch a movie about a guy who's down on his luck so I'm going to just my empathy is going to kick in and I'm going to be like ah but then as he goes on just making his decisions it goes like from empathizing and rooting for a guy to basically just being like this is a fucking train wreck that I have to watch
1: yeah and to the point where at the end you're so sick of it that when marissa tomei comes and you're like you're like finally something do you know what i mean yeah and then he's like no i'm gonna kill myself i agree with colin i'm like great kill yourself i don't want to fucking spend any more time with you
2: (laughs) yeah well that's fair yeah um obviously it's a different way than they're intending for you to feel but uh it's same results (laughs) i guess same same end results (laughs) I mean like what is different Let me ask you guys this Because this is Listening to you guys This is what's most curious to me Is what is different about the character In The Black Swan than him Why do we like her Or why do we like the ending of that movie Where it's basically the same ending She goes out on stage And like puts on the most amazing performance Of her life And does it and kills herself Yeah She dies doing it but, like, her character, um, what is it that why we connect with her, can sympathize with her, we can appreciate her and not Randy? What is it about because that movie? Because
1: her, her situation is quite frequently um, things happening to her. Her mom is a major cunt. Um, she is. You know, the, 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 the director tries to, like, make Manipulate her. Manipulate her, yeah. Um, she has, like, all these, you know, like, mental illness, clearly, Right. So she's like coming what, up what we see is, and she's on the way up, yeah. yeah. And she's like aspiring to something, right? Yeah. Randy has had his time, yeah, and he, he has had the stopped. opportunity to be something great, yeah. And instead, he he pulled the fucking Al Pacino from any given Sunday, right? Yeah. Pissed away all of his money, pushed away anyone that loved him, and all that's fine. But he continues to do that shit, and he's just chasing um, thin. I think, surface-level pleasures, right? Just that little dopamine rush. Yeah. Because, like you said, like he even plays himself when he wrestles
0: against this kid. Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. I for, know, for Black Swan to be the same story, um, What's-Her-Name would be on the end of a huge career <clears throat> and then get an opportunity to be in a community college play. And she would do all the same things and kill herself at the end in the community college play while she was 60 years she, old trying yeah, to stick with she, ballet. She
2: was also trying to... to to do something, she was trying to do something perfect. She was trying to do yeah. her best performance. He and don't get me wrong, it's not that Randy's not trying to do a good job, but he just likes the crowd. He likes to hear the crowd cheer his name, and he likes to do the same yeah. old shit he did twenty years ago—the exact same moves, the exact yeah. same shit. There's nothing, and maybe it's perfect in his eyes, but he's like an old school grinding wrestler who's um, had his day and is just repeating. The exact same moves over and over again to to the exact same fans probably yeah because they all yeah. came up to him they're like oh i saw you like 10 years ago do this or that so it's a little
0: i don't know less interesting well, shit it's all <laughs> Does it does it make the movie bad? Is the question because they're they're doing something specific, right? Like Randy's story is not one of redemption. It's not one. It's not a happy ending, right? This is, this is. I guess this is tragic. Is this bittersweet or tragic?
1: It's a tragedy, I would say.
0: Because some a, would say that he because tragedy. he got that moment of whatever up on the ropes, his last moment. That that's kind of bittersweet, you know. But I think it's tragic from the you know, it was a train wreck from the start. You could you can tell where it's kind of going to go <laughs> and yeah. then it goes there and it's it doesn't leave me with the warm and fuzzies. like, yeah, man, a legend went out on his own terms. That's not the way I end up thinking about this. I end up thinking, Jesus Christ, Randy, what the fuck did you it's do? In,
2: it's interesting, too, because this story, what they were trying to do or what they were attempting on to do it, it did. Seem like he got nominated for an Oscar. He got nominated for a golden globe. This thing won the Venice film festival for like best picture. And apparently like the guy, the guy who ran the festival wanted him to win best actor. But the rules in the Venice film festival is you the best, best movie cannot win best actor. They have to be two separate films. They can't be from the same movie. So they couldn't give it to him. Like, I mean, like, this movie wow. connected with people in a big way, like in the art community and like the awards circuit, um, that this was something special. But, yeah. but I all, watching it again this time, I felt the same as you guys. I was like not that interested in his character or what he was trying to get back. Well, he wasn't trying to get it back. You guys are right. Like, no. He like he just wanted stuff. It was all about him. He's way too much about himself. He is too egocentric.
0: He's but it's not a mistake, right? It's not like they wrote it away and this is how it came off. I think this movie came off exactly as it was written.
1: Yes, yeah. But I guess I wonder why the fuck you'd write that. That's
0: yeah. These movies always like, kind I can of appreciate a tragedy. Me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Like, that's, a, that's one of the oldest uh, genres probably ever, right? Yep. I mean, they're not pleasant, right? Like, Requiem is a tragedy.
0: It is, but, but I like those movie. characters.
1: <clears throat> well, and again, because those characters don't solely care about themselves, right? Like, you see them go through ebbs and flows where they're trying despite failing. And he doesn't, Randy doesn't even give you the impression that he tries. He waits outside of his daughter's place one time. Yeah. And then he actually gets what he's been wanting forever, which is another chance with her. Yeah. And he goes and does a bunch of meth and fucking bangs some trash. <laughs> yeah, I think it was kind
2: He does a bunch of coke in the bathroom what the and then sleeps with some getting,
1: woman. I know. I know. Like, why like, wouldn't you just go home and like, be like, oh, I have a date with my daughter tomorrow that's very exciting
2: uh, apparently in the original screenplay Randy's daughter um, comes to find him out to make amends because she's in AA and it's part of her 12 step program but uh, it never made it into the movie
0: I'm glad because why. he needed to, to take the action on that like
2: yeah he would have been less proactive character if he wasn't doing it himself
0: yeah it's true oh man Yeah, because when I first saw this movie, I had more sympathy for Randy. Way more. And I was like, oh, man, poor guy. Oh, it led to here. Oh, at least he went out, like, on his terms. And that's how I felt about it. But this time watching it, I was like, he's kind of a narcissistic piece of shit. And I can't, like, after his second bad choice, I'm like, well, I can't get behind him anymore. So I don't care if he succeeds. And I can't tell you if he did or not. No matter which choice he makes... At the end of that movie, I'm not sure either one would be a triumph. Yeah. Because I, I, I also believe, saying. like, Colin, like, I, I think <laughs> if he could have a relationship with someone that Marissa Tomei would, uh, or Pam Cassidy, whatever, would be a good match for him because, like I said, she's going through something similar. They could relate. They could help they each other get over it. She needs to transition out. But it could just be also that Randy would keep on wrestling. She would keep on dancing. Someone would get handsy with her. He would uh um you know run into all kinds of like drug and and like women outside the ring and while well, traveling problem like I, I think it would be a fucking train wreck no matter yeah, what i don't does. think that
1: relationship's gonna work i don't no,
2: think that- <laughs> so, not at all he and he's not gonna wrestle anymore if he didn't go in that ring and fight then his wrestling career is over he he's a deli counter guy and that like that doesn't necessarily the worst thing in the world for him to be but based on what I've seen in the movie that that he's gonna never be happy with that ever and uh it's yeah he'll just be a miserable motherfucker no one would want yeah. to be around him to
1: fucking life Colin you're doing what you always wished you'd do
2: yeah that's what I'm saying though that's what the <laughs> the movie portrays it as
1: I know but that's what I'm saying is like what the fuck what they do is like oh Randy oh you had like everything in the world and now you have to be a regular person like the rest of us fucking losers get over it and fucking don't make a movie where that makes you kill yourself How's that make me feel I fucking <laughs> gotta go to my office no, job that's on a Monday great and think th- about I never had my time in the sun and now I gotta go fucking push paperwork like <laughs> god damn it you know he's probably had a thousand blowjobs every night for fucking the bunch of years he was on top Thousand. And and He's got memories uh, enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He could write a book. He could fucking be back on the talk uh, show. He could, circuit. Mentor, the he could thing,
2: mentor younger people. He could have mentored those he other could be a promoter for free. He yes. could start organizing. Well, or he could be the face people
0: like, like yeah, because he's, everyone training, knows who he is. It'd be like Randy the Ram is organizing this match. And they'd be like, holy fuck, Randy Ram was here. Yeah, I'm going. He didn't make himself. Um, he didn't need to be out of the industry. No, it was that or nothing. It was be back to the Randy Ram best in the world, which was never really an option. Let's get there, right? No. Uh, like this one match was not going to be his revitalization. It was going to put money in his pocket, make people remember his name, and then maybe five or ten more people would come to that community center where he was wrestling with those other guys. So yeah. there was never getting back to it. Well, it was going to make everybody else a lot
2: more money than him, too. They, wanted, they yeah. wanted him there because they wanted to get the gate or whatever, the money from the gate. They didn't and give a maybe, shit about him.
0: And maybe he only ever got that feeling of accepted, of being accepted in front of that crowd. But when he's given his big emboldened speech, like it's not about them. Let's be clear. Like you are the instruments to make me feel good and I like to feel good. So cheer for me one more time while I kill myself. Even his dialogue,
1: right? He says, uh, he says, they said I'd never wrestle again. They said I couldn't do it. I was like, who? Because yeah. we opened the fucking movie the on new Wrestling, and then, yeah, the that, but that's what I mean, is like, he gets that heart attack, he's out of wrestling for how long? Not that fucking long, not even long enough for him to miss that show.
0: Yeah. Yeah, right?
2: yeah that's true. That so also not seem kind of believable.
1: Yeah, again, what do you, what is this dialogue? This dialogue is just like, cleverly hidden exposition to really drill home again, the fucking self-pity, I can't tell you enough how fucking, like, how bad I find that to be in the movie. So, like, like Colin talks about it often where it's like, okay, we get it. Like, this is, you know, like, okay, you're building the character and we see that he's filled with uh, self loathing. Okay. But now every scene doesn't need to be reintroducing that self loathing. Like, I, I fucking get it. Build some more depth to the character, right? Give him maybe something. Give him, give him an actual silver lining, so we have something to fucking want him to live for. Because, like Colin says, at the end, you're like, yeah, you should fucking kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, there were That's so his many best options. Best option, really. It's his best. It, one. He forced for, that for option. him, for him, really? for it him. Was, yeah. Not for anybody else. No, not anybody else. But else but for him it was his best option the way he set the movie yeah just the ram
0: but nobody else can get it no Uh, so I mean this all like comes back to how how do I feel about the movie like cause again it did all these things intentionally this was the point to write this character this way and have him like kill himself at the end but was that supposed to be noble were we supposed to like, as the audience be like, oh man, that, that, that going out on your terms, it's just not <sighs> going not, on not your
2: terms too is different than what he's doing. Like, I think what you guys have said here is, is really true and it is because of the writing and the directing, but he's a very, just a very fucking selfish person. Yep. Yeah. He's so fucking selfish. He's just so, so selfish and uh, and killing himself is a selfish act too so then why are we supposed to feel good about that or why are we supposed to care about this very selfish person who's not making a sacrifice he's not sacrificing his life for someone right? he's no. not doing it for the greater good he, no. it's once again another selfish act by him to probably traumatize everybody in that stadium traumatize yeah. the referee traumatize his the opponent Ayatollah? And yeah. give them like the PTSD. Be- they're gonna be like they're gonna have trauma after this for the rest of their lives. He, the I told like to that's the selfish.
0: Yeah, he so was like, the ref, "Let's stop." Pin me, pin re- me, and Randy was like, "No." To so now he's too. gonna live with it. Yeah.
2: The ref, the ref's like, "Are you okay or whatever?" And he like pushes him off. So yeah, he's being a real selfish prick by ruining these people's days. They're gonna remember that they were a part of his suicide. It is kind of fucked up. Because we don't, you don't think about the other people.
1: No, no. Who are witnessing this? That is the problem I have. Horrible thing. (laughs) Is is you're talking about the audience? Like the audience
0: is just one more of a list of people that he continues to hurt. Yeah, and <laughs> oh my they God, never yeah. told him. They never told him he was done. He's like, the only one that can tell me I'm done is you, people here. And they're like, yeah, you're not done. And he's like, I'm gonna kill myself now. Blah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like thanks a lot. Only <laughs> well, you guys can tell me what I've done. You're not done. I'm done. He needed a crowd. What? He's like the kind of the kind of narcissist that needed to have a thousand people watch him die. Oh like, that's God, yeah, that to go too. Up.
2: That's fucked up too. Yeah, like everything about it now seems fucked up.
0: Yeah, it is.
2: All these years later, because
0: he could have like shown up at the match and heard the cheering and just like slid his wrists in the in the dressing room, and that would have been exactly the same outcome. Yeah, it, yeah. but he needed those people to see it for some fucking strange, strange reason. Yeah, I don't understand remember people the night like that. that
2: they were at that coliseum or that com- that community center, and they watched him jump off the ropes and splat on the the <laughs> splat on the ring and die. <laughs> I mean, I was there. This is
1: exactly the point, though, right? Is like, thank you for ending the movie.
2: Uh, Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Well, they say to you that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Thanks for that.
2: Thanks, Randy. Uh,
1: But that's the thing: is you can have a character like we've talked about it, right? You don't have to have him change. Nope. Uh, You don't have to have the the protagonist or the main character, I guess, change. Is what my point is. But, Randy. I feel like in this movie does need to, to grow and he doesn't grow at all because I don't feel like we change Marissa Tomei uh, changes and gets fucking kicked in the balls for it.
0: Yeah. She'll never the be the daughter with again. Uh,
1: tries to grow and gets kicked in the balls for it. Yep. Um, all so by there's him. No, there's no meaningful change all by Randy. Yeah. There's no meaningful change in this movie and the one character that could have fixed the movie to have change Uh, kills himself instead.
0: Yeah. And not because he made all those mistakes and let everybody down and felt like he shouldn't be there anymore. He killed himself to relive the glory for the last second of his life. Yeah. And which had nothing to do with all Sorry, Johnny. They just had nothing to do with the other people really. They were just again parts of his victimness. She let me down, she didn't want to be with me, my daughter let me down because she couldn't deal with, you know, that I'm a quirky guy. All right. maybe he felt he let her down. I don't know, but that's a a bit, quirky guy. it's the only thing <laughs> he seemed to feel real remorse for was trying to rekindle with his daughter. And, but I mean it, but it not enough that it didn't stop him in the moment of getting all fucked up, knowing he had to see her the next day or setting a fucking alarm. Randy, just set an alarm and go and be like, Oh, it was a rough day. I'm a wrestler, you know? And she would have been like, okay, well let's go have some fun. He's, but instead he, uh, he's sleep.
2: He's almost sociopathic in that way. Cause because for for him for him to, to for him to, it to mean so much to him and for him to be with her and cry and and suck her into the emotion of being her father and 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 rekindling their relationship and then as soon as he walks away it's an afterthought and he just like yeah. moves on with his life doesn't think about it anymore doesn't like you said set an alarm or, or mark the date. Just like goes on with his life as if none of that had ever happened, yeah. And I think if it's you the see same in some ways there. from marissa Sotomay too. How so? He just like once again he's in it when he's with her, or when he wants something from her, but then like just like it's all an afterthought afterwards, right? It, oh like, yeah, yeah. It doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't think about people when they're not around almost or whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: No. He well, just thinks about wrestling his himself. Again. He just wants to do yeah. his own thing. That's it.
1: But like getting to know his daughter again even seemed to be spurred on by a conversation with Marissa Tomei. And his heart attack. It was like a woe is me moment, right? Yeah. And then, and then she, you know, reintroduce the daughter. But again, that seemed to be just for that little fix, it, right?
0: It was. It was so that she wouldn't hate him anymore. He couldn't stand yeah, the idea of someone hating that's him. That's
1: the fucking line that I yeah, hate. So not much. not to
0: support her or be there for her or be a part I of just her don't life. Want you to hate me? Yeah, just don't want you to hate me. And what yeah, does he do? Th- Creates a situation where she can renew her hate for him.
1: Yeah, where she can only really hate him after yeah. that. Like, she's like, you fucking, you know, really damaged me. And then she is vulnerable and gives him a chance. Even after the day he spends with her, everything he's talking about again is just him. Yeah. I mean, I, I, man, this movie had everything to fucking be a beautiful piece of art. I mean, Mickey Rourke could really lay it down. That part of it thing is great. Yeah. Um, I mean, this movie had, had even the emotional quality uh, to really bring you something, man, because like we all felt stuff during this. But it was ruined by Randy's overwhelming sense of self-loathing and his narcissism and lack of concern for anybody outside of his own personal bubble. So,
2: yeah. I think from yeah, a filmmaking I standpoint, baby. I mean, I feel like it feels very real and gritty. It feels feels like we're not watching a fluffy film. It feels like it's real life. The wrestling mm-hmm. looks good and feels legitimate Amazing. professional. It's great uh, He does a really good job Mickey Rourke Of of seeming like a pro wrestler Who's done it a million times You know Like knows all the moves um, Looks Very proficient at it And I'm sure All of those wrestlers That are in the movie Are real wrestlers None of those are actors Those are Well I mean They're actors Only because they're wrestlers And that's what wrestlers do But uh, I mean So all of that felt legit The world felt really legitimate uh, which was great, and Brent's right. If you could have built on that with Randy's character and made him less of a selfish piece of shit all of the fucking time, then it could you could have really had something here. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, like- and the acting is good, and the directing is good.
0: Yeah, the, mm. uh, none of that is wrong. I never doubt Randy as the Ram. Like uh, no, neither do I. I he, just don't he like fucking him. <laughs> sells it. You got the hair. He's I got the body. I don't doubt him either. But got I don't the moves. like him. Yeah. 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 Um, like, one His of the reviews. One of the reviews I saw said, you know, Mickey Rourke gives a great performance, which I'll agree with. He did great in this movie. Uh, so do Marissa Tomei. Like everyone's characters are are and the way they act. Like, the acting is all fine in this movie. No one takes me out of it. The handheld they use for a lot of this makes it almost seem like a documentary, which gives it a little bit more realism and grittiness, um, which would have worked really well to make me feel the sympathy for for Mickey Rourke, like when he's in his van and, and, uh, you know, he has a little tiny place to live in, all that kind of stuff. But anyway, one of the reviews I saw said it was a richly affecting, heart-wrenching, yet ultimately rewarding drama. And it's the ultimately rewarding bit that I just, I don't, uh, I don't feel because yeah, the final scene, if, if I think long and hard about this is not about him celebrating his comeback and a triumph, you know, that he lived his last moment in celebration when he's standing up there with that look on his face and it's, he's getting ready to kill him to, to die. That's not rewarding for me. That's not at all. That's, uh, yeah that's that's the tragic ending that just is like holy fuck like this guy was going through the meat grinder the whole way like maybe some external forces on him making him down on his luck would have been a little bit welcome here rather than him just making horrible choice after horrible choice yeah maybe something like
1: a fucking 60 year old guy that's pounding fucking cocaine and steroids and
0: fucking hgh and everything else yeah
1: what do you expect yeah, like it's
0: kind of like, yeah, Jesus. what do you expect? And I'm not going to feel bad for that because you lived. You had that life that you're not showing us, but I'm sure it was pretty fucking good. Um, and then you just needed to step back and you're trying to relive it. It's like, fuck, nobody can do that. So I'm not going to cheer for you to do it. Yeah. Um, Like, uh, let's say the wrestling match instead of just being this big thing so he could be Randy the Ram was like a charity event or something that he felt compelled to be in and push it to the end because that would have benefited someone else. Like if he does his Ram Jam thing, then, you know, they'll make $20,000 extra and 10 more kids can go to school. Something like that to pull him into having that choice, not just do I go be with this woman who I have feelings for or do I go kill myself? Like... (laughs) It's, there should have been something else to compel him into that, I think, would have made it a bit easier. And and let him have an arc of character, because then his sacrifice would have been meaningful for something other than self-loathing or narcissism, which isn't something yeah. I can get behind.
1: So what's your final dub on that?
0: Oh, gosh. Well, okay. Um, there's a lot of parts of this... There's a lot of elements of this movie that do come together. Um in terms of how it looks, the heart that's behind it, the inside look into the wrestling world. Like I feel like, um, you know, like Jake, the snake Roberts, who apparently has a very tragic story. Um, it's funny when you hear about people, uh, their tragic stories and you hear about the one event and that they died and that they were, they were miserable, but no one really talks about what choices did they make to get there? Like, was, did it all just happen to them? And they were a victim until like, they just, he just wanted to work. And so he wrestled, but then, you know, the drugs, but let's glaze over the fact that he was a, you know, drug addicted person who didn't get the help they needed to survive. So like, how much sympathy do you have or not? You need to know the story behind it. And so as I learn more about Randy the Ram in this movie, it's not sympathy that I feel for him. And that might be where this movie comes off the rails for me because I, I really don't like him. I feel bad for the. I feel bad for everybody in this movie, but Randy. I feel bad for anyone whose life touched Randy's in this. Even the young wrestlers, to a point, because like he's just talking this blustery bullshit. Um, you know, at a time when you get into the big leagues and like focus and do all this stuff, when maybe it should be like, be careful, protect yourself, save your money, you know, take your vitamins, brother. He could have been more of the fatherly figure, maybe. I don't know, but he he's nice to people. He loves what he does. I like that he likes what he does, but I don't like it to the point of obsession and, and suicide. So I don't know, man. Technically, this movie is fine. And for the budget they did it on, $6 million, um, Made for Six brought in forty four million and uh, comes in under two hours. So like all that works for it. Uh, and I feel bad about this, but I'm going to say for me, this movie doesn't hold up. I don't really have much interest in watching this ever again now because... I, I much prefer Black Swan. The telling of this kind of story with a similar ending, this tragic slash bittersweet, whatever you call it, at the end, um, that one resonates more with me because she had some external forces on her that that combined with her own internal neuroses, and and uh, that that and that's where she ended up wanting to be a perfectionist. She was fighting for that perfection um yeah. and th- that's not like what Randy is here he's I just think, a I sad story funny. So that, doesn't, I, a, I say it doesn't you, hold up
2: yeah you kind of said it all right there when you said like um i would never want to watch this again because I, you just don't care about Randy and like the, the the ending doesn't work unless you give a shit about him yeah it doesn't it does not work the the like Um, this selfishness, like, uh, like his heart problems are due to what he did to his body, the drugs that he was using to, to keep his body in shape and stuff. Um, that's what caused his heart issues. It wasn't like some kind of a thing with his father. It wasn't (sighs) like a condition that he had out of the blue. Like everything that happens to him is because of him. Yes. He fucks it up with Marissa Torme. He's fucked it up with his daughter his whole life and fucks it up again before her eyes. He continues to do the drugs and then has a heart attack and then continues to not listen to his doctor and continues to selfishly move towards this show and then selfishly kill him in front of a room full of people. So, like, at the end of the day, that's why this doesn't hold up. I can't believe that we... Talking about this now, I was going through the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes and other reviews and other sites looking for any negative reviews on this. Everybody, rare. nobody, there, nobody thinks that this was a bad movie. Everyone thinks this movie was fucking amazing. And I can't on, believe that that this kind of story is like, is it like about this selfish, selfish man who like, um, like once again, Brent said, he if he like just did something to himself in the locker room. But he had to go, like, kill himself in front of a crowd of people. Like, and fuck their lives up. Like, how fucking selfish is that? And his speech at the end of the movie is incredibly selfish. Yeah, It's all about him. It shows
1: that he intends it.
0: Yeah, it does show that he intends it. But it also
2: shows that it's all about, everything is about him, and he needs to get what he needs to get, and fuck everybody else. Fuck his daughter. Fuck Marissa Torme, who showed up. Fuck, fuck the crowd for what they're gonna have to witness and see. He's gonna fucking do this. I can't believe that no critic or anybody out there watched this movie and didn't see what we are seeing. Because it is clear in what he says and what he does. Like this is a selfish prick.
0: I think so it's like, on, no. This movie does not hold up. I think you pick that stuff up in a rewatch, not mm-hmm. on the first time. I think on the first time through, you would actually be like. When he's up on the ropes, you'd be like, oh, man, oh, it's so beautiful. He's doing what he loves. And that's what
2: I thought, too. You're right. Yeah. I, I thought that as well when I first saw this. So you're right. Maybe it is It is looking at it a second time. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Brent, I'm excited to hear I mean, your thoughts.
1: I feel like I made pretty clear how <laughs> I feel about this earlier. <laughs> um. I, I was really surprised by this. I, I thought this movie was going to hold up for sure. Like, one of my favorite directors, Mickey Rourke, I can't say that I really, like, know much of his body of work, but I thought he did great in this. Marissa Tomei, I mean, I'm a fan. It, it The directing, There's this movie has, I mean, has everything you need yep. to make the movie that people say this is, but I feel like they really fucking missed the mark, man. Because you ultimately give me a character that I don't care about. Do you know what I mean? And like the, the, the thing that they try to do is they make him likable, right? Yeah. They make him likable and nice. So you almost, I think that's the manipulation, right? And that feels like a cheap way to get me to feel for his journey, right? Because I shouldn't cheer for him just because I see that he's nice. Right. Yep. People keep giving him an opportunity to be loved and he just keeps throwing he it is. away. I I got no fucking time for two hours of this. Yeah. Right. For two hours of this pity party. Like there needs to be something. There needs to be a meaningful change that takes place here. It doesn't happen. Um, what a fucking waste. It doesn't hold up for me, unfortunately. It's, I really feel bad to say that. But yeah. I mean it just it and, and the problem isn't with a lot of the other stuff in the movie. Once again, I think Colin says it all the time, like this this is right from the, the writing. It's right?
0: not even structure, it's just story.
1: Structure is fine.
2: The structure is good, yeah. It it's it, it's the writing of the character. Um like if you if you had Randy um doing this for some other reason that was wasn't selfish, um, wasn't to get to get the accolades and the, the cheers for himself to make himself. Brent said earlier something about about endorphins or getting a rush. The dopamine. This, yeah, Yeah, the dopamine. He's like an he's like an addict. He's like an addict yeah. to that. And I think I think the only thing that it's interesting to watch this movie um, to think about is you see a lot of celebrities um, are people who are famous, whether you are mus- musicians or actors. Or whatever who who are younger and then as they grow older they lose their career and and this is what they miss is this type of thing and i think those people are usually selfish narcissists too so yes. so like that's interesting but it, it doesn't make for a, a for a good movie because we can't get behind that person
0: no yeah no this because, isn't a rags uh, to riches or something like no. that like that's not what this is about
2: like i'm trying to think of it in a movie that we could you could use an example i guess a good one would be the fisher king where he's a very famous shock jock in new york city very popular something bad happens and he can't live with it so that means he has a conscience if he didn't have a conscience he would just go back and talk into the microphone and say all the crazy shit he used to say but he actually goes and has a nervous breakdown and has a conscience and then he learns something and when he gets it back he he knows it's not good anymore it doesn't mean anything to him because he's learned that that stuff is superficial and shallow so then he goes back to robin williams character and he runs away from that 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 movie is interesting because the character has a a substantial change in the way he sees life and the world and himself and he sees other people and instead of himself and cares about Robin Williams and cares about his girlfriend more than his career or him being famous. Yeah. And Randy's yeah. the opposite of that. He's the the anti that.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: He only cares about being famous.
0: Like here, here's yeah. a, here's maybe an off example. I don't know. But if <clears throat> a well-known narcissist, I don't know the first one off the top of my head, Donald Trump, um, if he were to, <laughs> if he were to that's get up in, in front of a crowd of people and be like, I do this all for you and then shot himself in the face, that's not going to oh, suddenly please. make me think that, 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 his life uh, is like this big, meaningful, special thing. I think I just no, came though. That I movie came, does I just hold came when up. you said that. <laughs> <laughs> that movie does hold up.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have a dream about that later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a great, th- that's a great uh, example. Fuck him.
0: Yeah, like I wouldn't suddenly make everything in his past meaningful and worthwhile. Randy it's just a narcissist is. trying to get back in the limelight and saying, "I'm well, going to make sure everyone remembers me by killing myself in front of them." That's not fucking cool.
2: Randy is Randy is Trump. Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. He's not a good person. No. He's, no, he's he, not a good person. You guys person said at he's all. nice to people sometimes, but that's only cuz they're coming up to him and asking for fucking autographs. That's why he's nice to them.
0: Are the yeah, kids a thing.
2: He's nice to those kids. Even that's selfish. He's nice to I'd those kids. I'd be nice to people if they
0: revered me as a god. I would be nice. They'd be like, Oh my lord, it's John. Holy fuck, it's John. I'd be like, Yes, my children, yes. But but I take that's back it. my
2: comment about the kids yeah. thing because he, that's about him too. He's being yes. selfish there too. He's like, Yeah, I'm a big wrestler. Come on, kids, let's wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it can feel he feels good about that.
1: Yeah, no, he's a full a full fuck face because people keep giving him um them they keep they keep being vulnerable and opening themselves to him and he just shits on it. Yeah. I mean who could fucking who could want this? Like ah, uh, what a fucking unfortunate
0: journey. Yep. I agree. Um okay, well. Fuck too bad. <laughs> Too bad about this one. I I thought this was going to be like oh, crazy good, but um, parts of it were part the memorable parts of the wrestling and all that stuff were uh, were very good. Unfortunately, the whole thing just doesn't come together like we want it. So three thumbs down for the wrestler, which has ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So mm-hmm. that's the kind of people we are here at this podcast, making the big controversial <laughs> decisions yeah i mean uh,
2: can can anyone dispute though i mean anything that we've said i mean maybe they like a movie about that but i don't think we're wrong about his character there's no disputing it yeah Well, but the
1: thing that john john said it earlier he's like it's not that it's not that they failed right they they did everything they tried to do they succeed this movie is a successful uh (laughs) journey of ambition but that doesn't mean that it's a successful uh movie no right hey you did it hey you wanted to kill all those people you did it yeah yeah, but it doesn't make it good no you
0: know it doesn't make it good exactly it certainly doesn't um all right well next week we'll come back at you with a different movie also starting with w but not wrestler willow Really? Which I'm not expecting to hold up. I know you two have seen more recently, and you have some good, uh, some high hopes. Maybe I think because that, we watched it with my daughter, yeah. and she like really liked it.
2: It was. I think that that might have tainted my opinion of this movie. I'm not sure, but because um, <laughs> I was enjoying it as his daughter was enjoying, as Ellie was enjoying it as well, but um, her repeating the lines and being so. So into the action and the music, and I don't know. I, I actually think this will hold up. I'm crossing my fingers. All right, because um, there's some bad special effects and stuff, but we all know that that doesn't ruin a movie necessarily. No,
0: nope. no, nope. no. Nope. We'll see what Mad Mardigan can pull out of his shorts for this one. <laughs> Mad Mardigan. and everyone gets turned to pigs. You oh are yeah, right. pigs! I think the and- evil people in this movie are going to be too mustache-, mustache twisting to be engaging but anyway that's
2: uh, fair but i mean they are okay we'll talk about next yeah we'll
0: talk about about it next week all right willow and then we'll follow up at the end of the month with uh, scott pilgrim versus the world which i'm excited about because that one i remember
2: i see i never liked that one so i i saw it once and i never went back i guess we'll see
1: i really like that that's got the culkin in it it's got the uh what's her name Um, um What's that girl's name? Uh, She's like one of the main... Not Brie Larson. Uh, although Brie Larson well, is Brie Larson it. Brie Larson is in it, yeah. yeah. But the other one is the, the one that always... Elizabeth something. angry. No, no, no. The one from Parks and Rec.
2: Uh, Audrey Plaza? Oh. Um, yes.
0: Audrey Plaza. Yes, Audrey Plaza. Or I think
2: that's not her right first name, but its last name is Plaza. Or Aubrey or Plaza. Audrey? Aubrey, yeah. Aubrey.
0: It's Audrey. We'll okay, find out. It's Audrey. We'll find out. We'll double check. Right on. That's in two weeks. But next week, Willow. Um, thanks folks for listening to us on The Wrestler. Definitely let us know what you think about this one. Are we out to left field, or did we convince you that it's a piece of shit? Like Randy the Ram. Yeah. Uh okay, we'll check in the next one, folks. Thanks for joining us for this one. It was tons of fun. We'll see you in next week. And as always, enjoy your shit.